Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The Region Rise. I'm Scott Gelman. A winter storm dropping heavy snow and rain over California? You just got a new puppy? Now what? I'm Kate Ryan. It was a down day on Wall Street at the closing bell Friday. Wrapping your business week, the Dow was off 337 points. Good Saturday morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Navage. I'm there, Ruben, in New York. They're seeing unusual weather in the City of Angels. La La Land hasn't quite turned into a winter wonderland, but it is seeing snow. This hasn't happened here in the Los Angeles area since 1989. Blizzard warnings are in effect, and some places are actually seeing snow. How often does it snow in Southern California? Unusually cold temperatures at low elevations are what's turning rain into snow. Some people are actually seeing white stuff for the first time, and these same conditions Conditions are expected to continue throughout the weekend. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Ukraine is still standing strong a year after Russia invaded and destroyed buildings and families. Our Charlie Daggett reports from Kiev. We first met Sergei Perebinius last year after he saw this image that shocked the world. A family killed by a Russian mortar as they tried to flee, only to realize it was his own family. I was able to recognize them by their clothing, their backpacks, he told us that. His wife, Tatiana, 18-year-old son, Mikita, 9-year-old Elisa, who loved to dance. The soldiers who killed my family have died, he said, but there will be punishment to the leadership of Russia. The disgraced South Carolina attorney charged with murdering his wife and son spent another day on the witness stand. CBS's Michael George listened to the cross. The prosecutor grilled Alec Murdoch on Thursday's courtroom bombshell when the once prominent South Carolina attorney admitted to lying about the last time he saw his wife and son. You were at the murder scene with the victims just minutes before they died. It was Murdaugh's second day on the witness stand, where he acknowledged stating that lie in his first interview with police, blaming paranoid thinking. The prosecution took Murdaugh through a minute-by-minute timeline of his activities the night of the murders, suggesting he was busy creating an alibi. At the trial, Murdaugh also admitted to being addicted to opiates and taking 60 pills a day. And under a Biden administration proposal, patients may soon be able to obtain addiction treatments through telehealth visits without having to see a doctor in person. CBS News's Robert Legary reports. The flexibilities would permit medical providers on a permanent basis to prescribe non-narcotic drugs in a one 30-day supply after just one telehealth visit. The rules also carve out an exception for bayuprenorphine, a drug used to treat opioid addiction. This is CBS News. In poverty... Each one unique, each one full of dreams. They're our hope, our future. They're the reason Children International exists. When the whole world changed, we developed new ways to reach children and families in poverty during these vulnerable times. I'm learning every day. I'm healthy and strong. To learn more, go to children.org slash help today. WTLP at 203. 
It's Saturday morning. We finally made it to the weekend, everybody. February 25th. Welcome in. Partly to mostly cloudy, much colder. By daybreak, 20s and 30s for the low. We're at 40 in our nation's capital right now. Welcome in this Saturday morning. The weekend's here. We start on WTLP, the ride with you this early morning. As we learn more this morning about what might have happened inside a Herndon home this week, Friday morning, actually, when a woman was stabbed and a man was shot. Both are dead. Fairfax County Police say this morning they received two 911 calls that day on Friday. One made at 7.49 a.m., another at 8.02. The husband tells the 911 call taker that he just shot a man inside of his home. And the husband tells the 911 call taker that the man who he had just shot had stabbed his wife. That's Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis this morning. Those calls came from the phone of a 22-year-old au pair not being identified. She's currently speaking with police, we're told, this weekend. The woman has been identified that was killed as 37-year-old Christine Ann Banfield. The man as 39-year-old Joseph Nathan Ryan. Police say Ryan did not live in that home, but he did know the family. A major legal update to the story of a mother of a Naval Academy football player who was killed, you may remember, after being hit by a stray bullet as she simply sat on the patio of an Annapolis home, of an Annapolis Annapolis hotel, is what I'm trying to say, in the summer of 2021. Angelo Herod, the man found guilty of the murder, was sentenced to life in prison Friday. 57-year-old Michelle Cummings was in town from Houston at the time, celebrating the Naval Academy's induction, the induction day for her son Trey. Her daughter, Jordan, spoke outside the courthouse Friday after Herod's verdict was read. A lot of things triggered me as far as just seeing a gun, seeing a gun, um, a picture of a gun, or just even being out here in Annapolis. It's just very triggering for me because I know every time I come out here, all I can think about is my mom. Herod is from Annapolis and was convicted in the killing late last year. The transportation this morning, new for you on WTOP, just when you thought the rail service on Metro was sort of back together to normal, if you will. They're announcing this weekend some weeknight cuts coming starting Monday. We're told that rail service now will be reduced on four lines for late night track maintenance. Starting on Monday at 10 p.m., trains will single track between Foggy Bottom and Arlington Cemetery on the Blue Line and Blue Line Plus and Foggy Bottom and Boston on the Orange and Silver Lines. The work will only happen, we're told, after 10 p.m. Monday through Thursday for the next three weeks. Wait times, though, you need to know, will go up to 26 minutes on every line that we just mentioned. There's a significant jump in local teen overdoses these days, and it's part of a nationwide trend. There were 13 deadly opioid overdoses involving people 18 and younger in Northern Virginia last year, the most in the last six years. That's according to preliminary data from the state's Department of Health. Dr. Suman Mirza is a child and adolescent psychiatrist at the Inova Keller Center. When they went on to that next grade, they were expected to be as if everything was fine and they really couldn't cope with that. He says the pandemic played a role in the increase of overdoses. These kids will then, out of boredom, experimenting, kind of a release from their emotional pain. They'll kind of go into substances. His advice? Know that there is help. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Montgomery and Arlington school leaders say this weekend they're seeking a scene to spike as well in overdoses. We'll keep you updated. You'll be glad to know that Maryland will have a first puppy. That's true. Governor Wes Moore is bringing a rescue animal to Government House in Annapolis. It was a match made in Annapolis. Governor Wes Moore and his family are adopting Tucker, a Shih Tzu Poodle mix from the Maryland SPCA. 
Executive Director Jim Pierce described the first meeting. Everyone got along well and we're very happy to report that uh, they fell in love with each other. So how did they know they had a match for Moore's children, Mia and James? It's usually pretty easy to tell, you know, wiggly butts and, you know, happy licks. And it was very easy to, to tell that. You know, they they fell in love with each other pretty quickly. Pierce said Tucker is between five and six months old and is sweet, affectionate, and now adopted. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Pet owners being reminded to not put their pets through x-ray machines at airports. I'm Nick Ainelli. That's coming up on WTOP. It's 207. Your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude. Did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? <gasps> Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. It's Saturday, February 25th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 2.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Very good morning, Dean. We'll go ahead and take a look at the outer loop of the Beltway. Got a new accident scene. Multiple lanes blocked over on the far left-hand side of the roadway. Looks like you do have plenty of room on the right, but uh, do watch out for all those flashing lights. I'm counting at least three police vehicles and a one tow truck on the scene. This is on the outer loop of the Beltway. As you make way past Arena Drive on your approach towards 202, do make sure to give the uh, folks out there working the incident plenty of room room to do their job. Southbound side for the 3rd Street Tunnel, unfortunately still dealing with that accident scene. It's on the ramp that takes you over towards 395. Now, we haven't gotten confirmation if it is shut down. As far as I can tell, I do see traffic on uh, getting onto the westbound side of 395 headed towards Virginia, so it's very possible that you are getting by uh, single file there. You're also seeing some delays there on the ramp to South Capitol Street from the eastbound side of 395-695, but no reports of any accident scenes just yet. Eastbound side of the Dulles Toll Road, remember the ramp to the inner loop of the Beltway is closed. The eastbound side of the Dulles Toll Road and Access Road, they are not able to go northbound on 495. My suggestion, go ahead and take eastbound Toll Road, uh, access eastbound Route 7, and from there, you can access the Beltway. You can either use 123 or Route 7 itself to get onto the northbound side of 495. Westbound 66, handful of work zones. I'll mention a few. Uh, the one headed past 50, only letting you by a single right lane. This is westbound. Then the ramp to southbound 28 is currently blocked, according to VDOT. Single right lane gets by the work zone after the Manassas rest area. Looking for a new car? Well, the wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new car, new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend, and the first thing I'm tracking, snow making its way our way. Hard to believe we were 81 on Thursday, and now we're talking snow, but we do have that snow making its way our way. Minor accumulation possible, mostly on grassy surfaces across the area. Most of the roads should be just fine, but do take your time if you are on those roadways. High temperatures only in low to mid-30s. Sunday, much nicer sunshine. High temperatures in mid to upper 50s, and as we make our way into the day on Monday, cooler again. Highs upper 40s to around 50 with rain. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Bring your friends, family, and coworkers and meet at WalkMS Washington, D.C. on May 7th. WalkMS creates the space where people living with MS and those who care about them can gather to shine a spotlight on a disease that affects nearly 1 million people in the U.S. Together, we are stronger. 
Start or join a team today at walkms.org and help us to create a world free of MS. That's walkms.org to learn more about starting or joining a team today. This is WTOP News. Are the humanities endangered subjects? That is the fear, apparently, this week of some educators after Marymount University chose to phase out certain programs, majors, including English and history, we're told. Now, the Board of Trustees on this was unanimous, saying students are not really interested in pursuing them. The Washington Post reports this week a university spokesman calls it a watershed moment for the Arlington Catholic School as it tries right now to get growing enrollment and revenue and figure out what to do. Marymount claims that students are more interested, they see, in degrees that will get them good jobs and salaries, while certain subjects will no longer be offered as majors. University does stress that the coursework will remain as part of its core curriculum. When you do that, be nicer to your pets at airport security. The message from the TSA this weekend. Too many people are leaving their pet in the carrying case. Lisa Farbstein with the TSA says airline passengers with small pets in carrying cases often put the case through a security checkpoint x-ray machine with the pets still inside. I think that what we're seeing is people who are not experienced travelers when traveling with their own pet, and I think that it's an honest mistake. She reminds passengers to remove their pet from the case, put the case through the x-ray machine, then carry or walk their pet through a metal detector. The x-ray machine is a scary place for pets, plus it's unnecessary radiation. At Dulles International Airport, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In health news this morning, is it COVID or the flu? For the first time, the FDA Food and Drug Administration has green-lighted a combo test for both viruses, as we hear from CBS reporter Alexander Chen this morning. In what the FDA calls a major milestone in broadening access to diagnostic testing at home, the regulator says it has green-lighted Lucera's combination COVID and flu testing kit. That marks the first time that Americans will be able to diagnose infections from either COVID as well as influenza A at home with a single swab. Data gathered by Lucera suggests their kit is highly accurate, correctly spotting more than 90% of flu A samples and 88% of COVID samples in their study. The Food and Drug Administration pledging to reset the agency's tobacco program. The head of the FDA's tobacco center has promised to deliver a five-year strategic plan by year's end, outlining the FDA's priorities. The agency is responding to criticisms that its mission has been hampered by a lack of direction. The announcement comes as the tobacco center is besieged by criticism for its handling of both traditional tobacco products and newer vaping devices. I'm Shelley Antler. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. It's a big world. But the news you care about most is what happens around Washington. We have more reporters covering more local stories live every day. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
The Wizards opened the second half of their season by blowing a 19-point first-half lead over the New York Knicks in what ended up a 115-109 loss. The former Nick, Kristaps Porzingis, was the face of that change in fortune, scoring 19 of his team-high 23 points in the first half. What happened after halftime, Wes Sunsell Jr.? I think the level of physicality, they started to cross-match a little bit, put a smaller guy on them so they could switch. Um, they kind of bottled him up a little bit. He took uh, a little fall, and I thought that kind of took some starch out of him as well. Then he went down, kind of rolled into him. So he's kind of working through that as well. That and the Wiz had no answer for Julius Randle, who matched his career high of 46 points to join teammate Jalen Brunson as the first pair of Knicks to each have three 40-point games in a season. The seventh-ranked Maryland women won a 76-74 thriller at number 16 Ohio State, led by Abby Myers, game-high 24 points on 11-15 of 15 shooting. The Terps end the regular season winners of six straights and 11-12. of 12. They can clinch the two-seed in the Big Ten tournament, with an Iowa loss to conference-leading Indiana Sunday. On the men's side, VCU and James Madison each won by double digits. Here's a free correct answer at your next trivia night. As MLB implements new rules this season, the first player to commit a pitch clock violation is former Oriole Manny Machado getting docked a strike in the Padres' spring game against the Mariners after not getting set and facing former Nationals pitcher Robbie Ray within eight seconds. To his credit, Machado rebounded well. He had a single on the first pitch thrown. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. This is WTOP News. A new bank rate survey has a warning for consumers everywhere this morning. Prepare for a financial emergency when you can. Nearly half of millennials and Generation X consumers surveyed in this reported credit card balances greater than their savings or emergency funds. This morning, Daniel Divazay, a reporter for The Hill, tells WTLP that there are steps one can take to create an emergency fund. Open a savings account that is just for emergencies. Don't mess with it except for putting money into it, separate from the other accounts. And then set a realistic monthly budget for saving. Uh, think about an automatic monthly transfer into that new account that you have that's for your savings. And it takes some discipline, but it's not all that hard to do, even now with high inflation and high interest rates. And he says that cutting down on credit card debt can help you actually navigate other financial challenges that may pop up. The top stories we're following for you this weekend, Saturday morning on WTOP. New details about the 911 call Friday leading to police to a Herndon home where a man and woman were found dead. The government wants to limit telehealth prescription for certain addictive medications and painkillers. And the United States is now implementing new sanctions against Russia and providing almost $10 billion to help Ukraine meet the critical needs of its citizens. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Thanks, Dean. Still watching the accident scene on the outer loop of the Beltway. It's a new one just after Arena Drive. Looks like uh, you've got multiple lanes blocked over on the far left-hand side of the roadway. Do follow police direction. Looks like you do have plenty of room over on the right-hand side. Again, multiple lanes blocked on the left. Just stay to the far right, and you should see all those flashing lights well before you're near them. If you're leaving the 3rd Street Tunnel, coming southbound, headed towards 395, if you want to make your way into Virginia, watch out on the ramp to 395, uh, headed westbound into Virginia. You 
going to have multiple emergency vehicles on scene there. Now, it doesn't seem to be shut down. Sounds like you have at least one or two lanes available to you to head towards Virginia. Now, while we're in Virginia, here's a work zone that's causing a few headaches. If you're headed eastbound on the Dulles Toll Road or Access Road, the ramp to northbound 495 is completely shut down. You cannot head northbound on 495 onto the inner loop of the Beltway from the Dulles Toll Road nor the Access Road. So here's my suggestion. Head eastbound on the Toll Road, take Route 7 eastbound, and then you can either use 123 or Route 7 to access the Beltway once again. 66, they were working an accident scene near the Beltway. Doesn't seem to be there any longer. Westbound side of 66. After Route 7, towards the Beltway, far right-hand side of the roadway is blocked with a work zone. If you're headed eastbound towards the Beltway on 66, it sounds like you've got the left side blocked. As you continue out towards Manassas, westbound, after the Manassas rest area, you should have just a single right lane getting by. No delays anymore, which is nice. There was an earlier accident scene. It was causing some headaches. No longer the case. Just got to worry about all those cones. I-95 looks great. No issues towards Springfield. 395 is quiet. Continuing northbound towards the 14th Street Bridge. one 304 WTOP is the traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez. WTOP traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking snow on the radar. Moving our way, we will see snow over the next couple of hours, right on through about 1, 2 o'clock. Calling these snow showers as they move on through. Not much in the way of accumulation, but you could see some of that on grassy surfaces. High temperatures only in the low to mid-30s, so drive safe out there. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. This is WTOP News. The man who was shot and killed by police near Tyson's Corner Center locally Wednesday night this week was apparently unarmed. Fairfax County Police confirmed this morning they did not recover any weapons at the scene after searching the grounds around the mall where two officers chased 37-year-old Timothy McCree Johnson. Now, Police Chief Kevin Davis on this issue did not describe the circumstances this week that led to the officers to fire shots on the D.C. man who was suspected at the time of stealing designer sunglasses from a Nordstrom. Both officers assigned to the Tyson's Urban Unit are this morning on administrative leave. Now, we turn to a follow-up this Saturday morning to an Amber Alert this week in which a car was stolen from a convenience store with a three-year-old child at the time in the back seat in Prince George's County. First, the child was found safe. Then, a suspect was arrested. About two hours after the car was stolen, it was found here around the intersection of Farragut Street and Edmonston Road in the Bladensburg area. A few minutes later, police arrested 18-year-old Ariel Florentino Galeas at his home about a mile and a half away from here. Florentino Galeas is charged with kidnapping. Kidnapping of a child, reckless endangerment, and more. Police descended on this area after a vehicle involved in a hit and run a few blocks away from here matched the description of the stolen car. He's behind bars without bond right now with a bond hearing scheduled for Monday afternoon. In Bladensburg, John Dome in WTOP News. Alec Murdoch takes the stand again in his double murder trial this week. The former South Carolina attorney is accused of killing his wife and youngest son to gain sympathy and buy time to cover up his financial crime. CBS correspondent Nikki Batiste. Showing cell phone records. Waters points out Murdoch's cell phone, which was recording his steps, became very active 13 minutes after prosecutors say his wife and son's phones locked for the final time. What were you so busy doing? Going to the bathroom? No, I don't, I don't think that I get on a treadmill. went to the bathroom. No, I didn't get on a treadmill. Jog in place? No, I didn't jog in place. No, sir, I did not do jumping yet. During that time, Murdoch also made several phone calls, something the prosecution says was intentional. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Thank the Lord for the night.
You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Warning, the cap is loose on that catch-up. Ugh. Don't wait. You have the power to change the outcome. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Kids want to share what's going on in their lives with the adults around them. Parents, grandparents, teachers, coaches, and more. They want to know you're listening, and they want to listen to you. They want your input and guidance early and often on all kinds of topics. When it comes to a serious subject like underage drinking, they want to know your expectations, as well as how and why, as a young person, they should avoid alcohol. How you talk about it will change as your child grows. But the important thing is to talk about it. Not just once for an hour when you think the time is right, but in 60 one-minute conversations and more that are part of your everyday talks. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. is WTOP. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need every time you listen. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Interest rate expectations are rising on Wall Street with the latest inflation data coming in hotter than expected. A new report from a panel of Wall Street economists sees the Fed raising rates as high as 6.5% to get inflation under control. Interest rate worries sent investors running for cover ahead of the weekend. Dow Industrials dropped 337. The S&P fell 42. The Nasdaq skidded 195. The FCC has thrown a monkey wrench into Standard General's plan to buy TV station owner Tegna. It's sending the $5.4 billion deal to a hearing on concerns that it could reduce local content that could kill the deal. Warner Brothers Discovery is suing Paramount Global over the streaming rights to South Park. The suit accuses Paramount of diverting the cartoon comedy after Warner paid over half a billion dollars for the rights to stream it on HBO+. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. 
Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis.